Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And welcome to White Wine Question Time, something from the cellar. Another mini episode of our midweek drop that sees us revisit some of the brilliant guests we've had on the show over the last four and a half years. Hence, calling it something from the cellar, a little treasure trove brimming with vintage cuts from vintage guests, all served up in bite-sized portions. This week, we're celebrating some of the amazing guests we've had on in the past who are, well, truly celebrated members of the LGBTQ plus community. And first up is a recent guest and an old friend of mine, Anna Richardson, a formidable broadcaster, renowned for hosting shows that sit always at the heart of difficult, contentious and often controversial conversations. Born as the daughter of a vicar, Anna shares here her own experiences of coming out much later in life after she started dating a woman, the comedian Sue Perkins, following a long-term 18-year relationship with her former partner, Charles. What about some of the other tricky conversations that you've had to navigate? Um, I know that, you know, that's something that you're going to be celebrating almost in the new podcast. And you've been doing shout outs, asking people to get in, in touch with their own stories, their own dilemmas. And you are absolutely the sort of person that I would come to for advice. You are something of a village sage, I would say. <laughs> I um, love that. I love the idea that we're now going into that queen age, aren't we? Now, now that we're in our sort of late 40s, early 50s. If that, only I could remember stuff. That's <laughs> exactly. I would be the village sage if I could actually remember a bloody thing. If my HRT was only reaching parts my brain cells can no longer discover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what about 
to some of the problems that I mean, I, you, you're offering yourself up in in the shout outs that you're doing on your Insta story, saying, "Look, get in touch." For example, about coming out in later life. Yes, I, I, this is something I've experienced. But what are your experiences? There you are again. Put yourself at the heart of the story, which I love. Well, I, I'm interested. I mean, at the end of the day, you and I are journalists, and journalists are nosy, and we want we want the story. We want to be part of the story. We're interested in other people, and long may that reign. I find other people and their stories absolutely fascinating, and within that we find connection. We're human beings at the end of the day. But yeah, in, in it can't just be me, um, my podcast series. It's an advice podcast, basically. And I'm saying to everybody, get in touch. It doesn't matter what you want to talk about. If you've got a problem, talk to us. I qualified as a cognitive hypnotherapist. We have a psychotherapist that's also in the hot seat and we invite in celebrities who may have also been through something similar, but who can certainly give advice on, on the topic to come into the studio and we can work this out together. So it's a bit of a, a, a confessional really. But yeah, I mean, some of the difficult topics um, talking about coming out in, in later life, because of course, that's something that, that happened to me. That's right. I would imagine... I mean, certainly because your dad's a man of the cloth. Yeah. Um, I think people would imagine that he would have been quite uptight, but that was quite quite the opposite, actually. He was he was not at all, was he? My dad, I have to say, was amazing. He was amazing. And I can remember when I met Sue Perkins, my, my ex-partner, now very, very good, good friend, um, I rang my dad to say, look, dad, you know, I just want you to know, albeit I'm an adult, I'm in my 40s, but I just want you to know that even though I've been with my boyfriend for 18 years, you know, we very sadly split up, I've met a woman, I've fallen in love, and I hope that, that that's okay. And my dad was amazing because his response, and Sue was with me at the time, but his response was, darling, you know, it really doesn't matter. As long as you're happy, all I care about as a parent is as long as you are happy. And if yeah. she makes you happy and you make her happy, then you have my blessing. Yeah. But also you've said that, you know, as much as your, your your house was always a very open house, by virtue of the fact that your dad's a vicar, it has to be. Um, but your mum and dad, whilst being big on community, weren't terribly emotionally open around you. It was a, it was the 70s and we didn't talk about that much. And certainly my parents didn't talk about personal things. They were too busy as well, actually, then. And at the age of 10, I was shipped off to an all-girls boarding school. So for me, it's very, very important to be able to share and to connect and to not have any shame attached to anything, um, which is why, again, I've said, you know, I sort of insist on having a voice and giving other people a voice. Mm. Um, it's important to me. It's really important to me. And also, my, my parents ultimately didn't have a very happy marriage. So shortly after, yeah, no, they, they split. Shortly after I, I was sent to school, my parents split when I was 10. So, you know, I think maybe, again, you know, growing up in, 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 a, in a household that was very, perhaps quietly unhappy. Yeah. Kids pick up on that. Of course. Of course we yeah. do. But, but this is the point, is that even though I'm now 52... When I go home and I see my mum and dad, who still live close to each other, by the way, and who are still quite connected, albeit their marriage fell apart, you know, you revert back, you take on that child role. You, yeah, you do. revert back to being a kid. So it's always difficult to have those conversations, isn't it, with our parents that... It is. ...might be is, personal and awkward. Yeah, you're right. You do revert back to being... Well, you're seeking approval, aren't you? Always. And we do that throughout our lives, whether it's with our mum and dad, whether it's with our friends, whether it's at work, we are all, whether it's online, we are always yeah. seeking approval. Hold up. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Next up is a man who's something of a national treasure. It's Biggins. Christopher Biggins, yeah. What a remarkable career he's had, spanning over 50 years as an actor, a presenter, and an iconic pantomime dame. Biggins has literally made famous his ability to laugh in the face of life, and never more so than here. As he recounts, signing himself up for a TV social experiment that saw him getting stoned with Pat Butcher and have a whitey. Everything I've just said is true. You're intrigued? You should be. One of my favourite shows ever that you've done, Gone to Pop. Gone to Pop was broadcast in 2018. ITV signed up your good self, Linda Robson, Pam St. Clement, Pat Butcher, uh, darts player Bobby George and footballer John Fashino. And I, it, when you explained to me the premise of it, because what I want to know is why you said yes, what you got from it, and has it changed your appetite for new experiences? It certainly has changed my appetite. And I don't know why we didn't do a follow-up or two follow-ups or three follow-ups uh, with that group of people. Because mm -hmm. uh, ITV took a group of people and put us in a psychedelic bus and took us to Los Angeles to find out about drugs. Pot. And about marijuana. Yeah, marijuana, yes. And to find out how it started, to meet people who in those early days were taking it for all sorts of reasons recreational, medical, and thing. And we met some extraordinary people who uh, wouldn't be alive today if they hadn't taken it. I mean, you know, it was a, a wonderful drug. And by the same token, we heard about stories of people who died, you know, through taking it. So it's, it's, it's a very precarious drug, but it was a wonderful program to do. And then we had Bobby George, who I adored. And Bobby rang me only a week ago, funny enough. To see how I was. I mean, he's yes, he's outrageous. Of course, the two of us were absolutely. I mean, I made a point of saying to myself, I am not going to get stoned on this program because, you know, you've got to be so careful. 
So I uh, thought I would, the only thing I would do is I would eat some uh, pot. And this woman made uh, some pasta and put pot in it. And I was starving that particular day. And I ate nearly every single morsel of that pasta. And uh, that night uh, we went back to, we were staying in a, a hotel called the Madonna Hotel. The Madonna Inn, San wasn't Francisco it? And Madonna Inn, yes. Yeah. Which is a very famous hotel. All the rooms are themed. And I've always wanted to stay there. And we get in our van, our psychedelic van, and we're driving off. And I don't know where I am. I'm absolutely no idea. I mean, I could have been anywhere. And it took me and four or five men to walk me out of the bus. And so we walked into this hotel, which I, did, I can't remember anything about the hotel. And I was put into bed, fully clothed. And I, I managed to go to sleep. And apparently they came in every hour to see if I was still alive. <laughs> uh, and same. So, so let's just set this up. So basically... ITV sent you on a road trip to travel through, uh, uh, to travel a route where pot and marijuana is entirely legal in Los Angeles. So you could explore the health benefits or not of it, yes. to, to raise the debate, yes. to have the conversation, but also to immerse yourselves in the experience. So you went out there thinking, I'm not going to smoke it, but I will eat yeah. it. Not realizing yes. that eating it gets you really stoned. <laughs> if you eat too much. I mean, really really stoned i mean and both bobby george and i did eat too much of it you had a and whitey we were, didn't you you had a proper whitey proper whitey <laughs> and we were staying in this hotel which i'd always wanted to stay in and when i woke up in the morning i was in a cave it when i thought i've died and gone to hell because it was a terrible <laughs> cave with with big stones and there were stones on the floor and there were Vines hanging all around it. In fact, I was in a prehistoric room or something, you know, and I went to the... <laughs> it looked like the Flintstones set. It did like the Flintstones. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And uh, it took me a good... Well, it took us both, uh, Bobby and I, to 24 hours to get out of that uh, uh, syndrome. I mean, we, 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 we were... Had, it was a whitey and a half, as they say. I mean, Bobby cried actual tears and started wailing and saying, I want my mummy. And this was a man in his 70s. I mean, how much had you eaten? Oh, God, too much. And this, and this woman who get, cooked it had put so much stuff in there that we, we had no idea what we were doing. I mean, it was just ludicrous. I mean, it was, it was extraordinary. I mean, but it was, a, it was a wonderful experience. And, of course, I came away from it knowing how important the drug is for medical reasons. I mean, it, it does help so many people. We met so many people who were being cured, who were being helped physically and mentally by the drug. I mean, it was just wonderful. And I think if taken within realms of uh, knowing what you're doing, it, was, it would be fantastic. Next up, it's time for us to bring up from the cellar our episode with Michelle Visage, a gay icon and steadfast ally of the LGBTQ plus community. Her friendship and camaraderie with RuPaul makes for TV gold on Drag Race. And here she shares how they met and why their friendship has blossomed in the face of working alongside one another. They always say not only don't work with children and animals, that's because they'll upstage you, but... <laughs> Also, when it comes to living with somebody like a flatmate, um, that's when you really want to be careful with that too. Because I think the reason is 
you get to see other sides of them that you weren't privy to and that we maybe necessarily shouldn't know about. And that's probably why, because it'll yeah. change the way you see them. So for Rue and I, we started working together in morning radio, breakfast show presenting in New York City. Um, we knew each other from the nightclubs, um, but how it turns out is that I had a song on the Bodyguard soundtrack. Rue had a song called Supermodel, You Better Work. And we ran into each other um, at a music seminar. And I walked up to him and I said, I don't know if you remember me from the clubs. And he said, I'm going to curse for a minute. So I'm going to prepare your yeah, listeners. No way. Yeah. But he yeah. said, bitch, I know who you are. He said, you are a motherfucking superstar. And it was the first time Kate, <laughs> anybody had told me that apart from my mom. So I was oh. like... I couldn't believe somebody in my demographic, you know, in my peer group thought that about me. So I, you know, of course was like, Oh my, Oh my, Oh my God, you get it. Um, and it was like, I felt validated, especially by Rue, who was kind of like this nightclub staple and now this supermodel of the world. And it was a moment and that was in 92. And then a few years passed again. And then we had an opportunity to audition at the same radio station but here's the crazy part. It was unbeknownst to us. I didn't know they were auditioning him. He didn't know they were auditioning me. And they put us together for Fashion Week in New York City to audition. The number one market, radio market in the world is New York City. And they auditioned us for a week together. And that was it. They signed us and the rest is history. And then he brought me on as a sidekick on his talk show that was already going um, yeah. on VH, VH1 in there and that and the rest is history. So we've been working together since 96. And I think the friendship has always grown because we love each other for who we are at our core. Mm. I may do things that he wouldn't do or, uh, you know, wouldn't think was the best idea and vice versa. But I love him for who he is because I know who he is and I will never let him fall. I will never be not be there for him because I love who he is, not what he is, not what he's done for me, not what he represents, but who he is. I love all of him. And and how do you think you two have grown together? What's what's kept you shoulder to shoulder, Pad? I think it's the understanding of who each other are. I think so many of us judge other people. Like, listen, especially through this Trump administration, I lost many friends, mostly because they couldn't have a conversation with me. So it was just like, I'm voting for him and that's the end. Okay, you can vote for him. That's your right. But let's talk about what you're supporting. I have a gay daughter. So you're you're right away voting against my daughter and her rights. So did you think about that? Have you thought about that? Have you thought about what Trump is doing to trans people? Um, trans people may not affect your life, but they affect my life. So let's yeah. have a conversation. So well, these people and also, didn't... people are people, right? You have to consider where your vote goes. As it's 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 an act of politics. Well, you would think. It's an act of humanity, right? It's Correct. about supporting so people I'm... that share your moral compass. Yes. So I lost a lot of people over this election, again, mostly because they didn't want to talk and discuss. It was just their way or no way. So I think you grow as friends by listening to each other. I'm still friends with people who voted for him, but we understand each other. They listened to me. Um, you know, they, they understood what I was saying. They had no idea. Um, they wish they hadn't now if they knew. So it's all about conversation and understanding. And, and I think that's what friendships are all about is you're mm -hmm. going to have misunderstandings or 
you're not going to agree with things that I do or say, and I'm not going to agree with things that you do say or believe in, but that doesn't mean that we can't come to an understanding of or discuss it and move on because we are adults at the end of the day. So I don't like that you did that or said that, but let me tell you why. And they go, I'm so sorry um, that you feel that way. Um, This is why I did it. And you either are okay with that or not. And I think that's what a friendship is all about. So I think Rue and I never really had many, if any, disagreements or fallouts or misunderstandings. So I think we understand each other fully. I know, you know, why he does what he does, because I know the real him. And he knows why I do what I do, because he knows the real me. Thanks so much for joining me for another little visit down to the White Wine Question Time cellar. Don't forget, if you want to listen to any of those episodes in full, uh, either scroll through the back catalogue or if it's easier, search for the episodes using the guest's name in your search bar. This week, we featured Anna Richardson, Christopher Biggins and Michelle Visage. I'll be back on Friday with a brand new guest. Until then, have a lovely week. White Wine Question Time is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.